0: Positive Feedback
1: Loop 3, two, 1 Hello everyone, welcome to Positive Feedback Loop podcast where we talk about uh, a variety of things including uh, culture, technology, history and we try to learn a lot about uh, how we think about things and how people think about things in general uh, This is Ray speaking now
0: this is Stephanie. Welcome to PFL Podcast.
1: And this is Luis. Hi there. Okay, so guys, today uh, our main topic is to talk about the process of giving awards to people. Like, if you think about the Oscars and different Emmy, the Emmys and different types of um, awards that society offers to people because of their accomplishments, so we just want to touch upon, you know, how does this help society? How does it hinder people from? maybe, you know, the losers of awards, just kind of, like, touch upon many things. So,
2: the the thing that brought this topic up, obviously, was the Oscars, which were just happened this last week. Uh, we are recorded, recording in the week of the beginning of March 2017, and this last weekend we had the Oscars, uh, with a very publicized flub mm-hmm. uh, from PWC, mm-hmm. uh, who were helping put the show together, where the wrong envelope was delivered, uh, and... The wrong winners were announced for Best Picture, I believe.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, La La Land was uh, given the award, and when the actual winner was... Moonlight. Moonlight, yes. As you might be able to tell, I have not actually seen the Oscars. Uh, Raid has, and Stephanie has Has not. not.
0: (laughs) But I watched social media, and it was interesting to see the buzz on Twitter about the envelope fiasco.
2: I, I find that interesting because we all have very different approaches to this sort of uh, spectacle. I think that, Ray, you're the kind of person that actually tends to watch these spectacles, correct?
1: I don't, but my roommates had it on, so I watched more or less the end of it. So I watched the part where there was a flop. And it was interesting to see how there was like a scramble on stage when people were like looking around. And I kind of called, I was like, something's going on over here. And I, and I, and I realized that They had made a mistake, but what was cool about it, I think um, the people, La La Land, and the director of La La Land, they were very, you know, appropriate in their demeanor and and how they approached the problem. So immediately, once they figured out the problem, the director said, okay, there's been a mistake. This is not a joke. Uh, The true winner is... Moonlight. Moonlight, right.
0: (laughs) Apparently, I'm the only one who knows
2: this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're relying on you for this. To be honest, I almost... All the movies that were on that show were, like, new to me. Except for, what is it called? Lion or something? and The one with the Indian boy? Yeah, that's Lion. Yeah, that's the only one. Because I watched that. The rest of them were... I haven't watched it all. And I have no idea what it's about. I think it's about dancing people or something. I don't know. I believe it's
2: about showbiz. (laughs) Showbiz. uh, But (laughs) it
1: sounds great. I want to watch it. I get a chance.
2: Um, That kind of movie tends to do well at the Oscars. I mean, The Artist did really well a few years ago, which was also a movie about showbiz and featured a lot of, you know... Uh, Music and etc., but I I tend to stay away from this kind of event. It's really not the sort of thing I tend to watch. I'm not a fan of pomp and circumstance. I don't like to see. I am I'm the kind of person that doesn't even like fireworks. I find them dull.
1: I don't really. You find
0: fireworks dull.
1: I do. What do you? I get really bored at at fireworks? fireworks. I just avoid going to the fireworks. I think you just haven't seen a good show. Yeah. Because there are some really interesting...
2: I mean, in New York on the 4th of July. I see. I mean, I'm sure that that's considered a good show. Boston and is the good
0: show. I, I see what you it's mean. No, it gets misery,
1: old. Man. It's it like, I did this last quickly. year. Yeah. Maybe the when you're younger, it's more interesting. And when you're old, it's like, yep, you're just blowing things away. There's no yeah, point in this I think
2: think For me, I think it's just one of the things where I've been desensitized to explosions just by oh like... Dear. Not because I've been Please involved in more. any active war zones, just mostly because in media nowadays, like, the idea of just something exploding in pretty colors is not I mean, difficult I to come by. You have special effects, you have, you know, movies with huge budgets that allow for these exciting scenes and... I don't find fireworks any more entertaining than that. And you know what I
1: find entertaining though is watching the people that are watching the fireworks. It's like they're all in awe and things. Because I'm, I also am pretty desensitized because I kind of grew up with fireworks. If you watch the episode we have on fireworks, you can learn more about that. Raise firework <laughs> barn.
2: Hi <By> there today.
1: <laughs> that is true, but um, still, I, I think that the experience is what people are more interested in, not the actual. The, the show is great, but like how you feel when the show is going on around... Well, the we've turned, yeah, go ahead. Well,
0: we've turned into voyeurs, in a sense, of, of the spectacle. So I think of the Oscars and how mm-hmm. we enjoy watching people get awards, right. which is strange to me.
2: I would say that for the Oscars and things where it's awards, I think the reason why people watch is slightly different. Um, I agree. I think it's more a... A lot of the time, people feel like it justifies their own opinions Ooh. for the movies that they think deserve awards to win awards. Fascinating. And I think that's that's a big reason why people tune in, because it's like, oh, this movie needs to get the best movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw that movie, and it was fantastic. I don't know any reason this other movie should win it. Or maybe you're not sure which movie should win it, because you've seen a couple of really good movies, and you are torn. And so, like, you have this little level of cognitive dissonance that comes in, that, like, then after the, the show come, goes on, either you feel good about the outcome or you feel bad about it and then you're like, oh that's there was steal, it was stolen. There's politics mm-hmm. in the in the Oscars. Which there is. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna get into that. What um, do you think
0: about the design of the Oscars? Because usually the with with No <laughs> Although it's beautiful, it's beautiful. What do you think of you think of award systems where you have the third runner up, the second place, and then you have the winner. Whereas with the Oscars, there are all these nominees and one is picked among them. So there's no Runners up.
2: Mm-hmm. I think the runners up, uh, the runners up, are they nominated, aren't they? Yeah. Everyone nominated is already seen as a good enough movie to be nominated. But I it's mean, a large
0: group, right? For
1: Best Picture, there was I think seven or eight different movies. I mean, how nominated? many movies come out a year?
2: It's. I don't know. A thousand? <laughs> or some, like really? It's, it's well, if you think about all the including independent films, which could also potentially. Go to right. that point, and international films, which could also go to that point. And I mean, smaller some,
0: documentaries, exactly. And there's there's,
2: there's you're a right. lot of think movies that come out, and that's only talking about the Oscars. Many think are about,
1: independent movies too that are yeah. part of the Oscars. Yeah, they include those.
2: That's And true. That's let's. A lot th- of movies. I, I mean, I could be completely films. wrong. Yeah, films. Many films. Um, and we're also <laughs> forgetting that until recently there were some categories that weren't even included in the Oscars, and there's still categories that are missing. I mean, right. famously, comedies are. For the large part, ignored by the Oscars. Although comedy movies have had a little bit of a rough time as of late, I think that in general, the Hollywood has struggled to put out a lot of quality. We're getting into the realm of the really subjective, so it's a little more difficult for me to say, like you know, there's good movies versus bad movies, and then we get into a whole argument of what is art. And uh, Ray is showing me right now that actually we have there are 600 movies that come out of the U.S. every year. And that's only the U.S. talking right now. Yeah, I mean, but it
1: seems to fluctuate But the average. Yeah, is about 600. About
2: 600 tw- that's a lot of
0: That's a lot of films. films, yeah.
1: And I also just looked it up. There was actually nine movies nominated for the Best Picture, so. That's yeah. a
0: lot of movies. I mean, Good when Googling. you're dealing with Back in up, the 20s you know. and the
1: 30s, there was more like two or three movies. So yeah. we've expanded our nominations, probably because there's more movies in general. Oh, you have to they They're kind of like runner-ups, right?
2: Yeah, And I think that, uh, but going back to the original point that we were getting at, uh, the way, the reason why people watch award shows, I don't think is because it's just an experience. I think that's part of it, and that's why you have, like, song and dance numbers, and you have, like, comedy bits, and you have all these other things, and, like, but it's one, it's also one of the few elements left in pop culture that, um, allows you for water cooler moments yeah. we don't have a lot of that left
1: I disagree there's a lot of water cooler things we can
2: that we about. share in common that everyone sees
1: yeah any any sports okay any we, of those award shows any uh reality TV shows like American. reality TV
2: I don't know about reality TV shows at this point I mean there's definitely the bachelor people who, is
1: huge I think these things are huge still and I whether they still.
2: are huge or not compared to previously they are far from Universal They're very far from universal. And that is becoming more and more and more the trend where you have more niche items. Everything has become niche to a degree. And yes, we have, obviously, there are big spectacles on TV, you know, you have big shows that are well, well watched by people and you have like the end of seasons that are like the finales. I mean, how many people saw the finale of Game of Thrones and things like that?
0: Yeah, that might be. Or the season finales, you know? So it seems like you're saying you know this customization or personalization of our entertainment consumption plus the fact that there are so many more options that can then be personalized in very many combinations.
1: I get most of my media through Snapchat. Really? I watch the
0: most of your media
1: Most of my media. So th- I think this goes back
2: I think this goes back to the the uh, piracy, piracy episode. Um, how are you watching it on Snapchat,
1: right? What do you mean? <laughs> well,
0: he's not watching... He's, say, well, he's, saying, all he's media. saying he's getting
1: pictures, yes.
0: Media in uh, larger sets. No, no, no. Like not the, watching movies. The
1: subscriptions Snapchat. that, you know, you can subscribe to The Economist or something. Oh, right. Or you can look at the, the, what's it called? Brother. And there's a lot of different networks that are doing daily updates. And they're pretty interesting. And it doesn't take that long. It's hmm. not like a movie. It's, it's like news, more or less, and like random yeah. facts. A lot of times I feel like, wow, I just wasted five minutes. But, uh... Five minutes is better than an hour?
0: Well, they're saying that Snapchat is the new TV.
1: Yeah, and they recently had an IPO, and they're doing quite they well. I, I, w-
2: I would be remiss before to say that this would be is the new TV. There's been a lot of things that have been announced as the new TV. YouTube is the new TV. Netflix is the new TV. Hulu is the new TV. So, Snapchat is the new so TV. So Snapchat yeah. is
1: not the new TV. What they're saying is they're, that they are the new camera company. So they are a camera company. Which is interesting. It's a camera company. They are a camera company.
0: Well, and I, I don't think people are saying they're the new TV in the sense that they replace TV, but they're saying it's, it's how millennials view content. Uh, content the same way people viewed TV in the sense that you can watch, co- you know, movie type content in chunks and it, and it's storytelling over series. So you think of movies. You watch a whole story play out and you're done uh, from the start to the end. Mm-hmm. Then you have TV shows where you have the start and end for each episode, but it's this ongoing story yeah. like soap operas are. Uh, Snapchat is a lot like soap operas in the, or TVs with those ongoing series because you're watching these influencers and their lives play out scene after scene after scene after scene and you're waiting for the next scene. Do you think
1: there'll be snap award ceremonies? Like the best snappers?
0: Ooh. I wonder if there already are. We just,
1: there might be. I mean, we're there in the know. Maybe our <laughs> listeners might give us some clues and send us a few links about that if they know more Ooh. about it. Or if they've won any. That'd be awesome.
2: See, my thing is, um, as opposed to, let's say an award show for movies. On on average, Americans have seen at least one movie. I think it's. I think it's. That's, that's below sweet. average. Yeah, I would say like you've seen at least one movie in the year for the most part for most Americans. So like five or 10 So at least even months. if you miss the award show for the Oscars, you still have an opinion, right? And that's the main thing. People with are shows. curious
1: too. It's, a, it's a learning. For me, it was a yeah, learning. Yeah, experience. it's. Oh, you that movie's good. I should w- Go watch it.
2: Yeah, and some people use that in the in, as the form of like criticism and recommendation system for themselves, right? That's what they use instead of like let's say Rotten Tomatoes. You look at how many Academy Awards did this movie win. Maybe I'll go see it. Um, but things like this, like Snapchat, etc., like they can have huge viewerships, but it's such a h- much more fragmented market. It's the long tail. Right. Yeah. That it if, is the long if tail. If you do, for example, like there are YouTube awards and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. And but there is so much content out there. I I don't know if I could possibly have a conversation. And in every about, industry, yeah. like there's,
0: there are the top beauty experts on YouTube, and then there's the top Lego experts yeah, on YouTube.
2: Yeah, the Webby YouTube. Awards. How do you and compare then, those? Yeah. It, it's it, and they I, can't
0: be compared. That's why you have awards. That I mean, even the Oscars, yeah. you have an award in every single category you can think of. You know, is it, is it the best picture? Is it the best leading actress? What you know, what aspect of to Film. a
2: degree, but a lot of it goes down to cinematography. Like, the the bulk of the awards are not, like, best movie of a certain genre. It's, like, best segment of the movie creation, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. Because you're trying to really give awards to the crew, right? Mm-hmm. Right. The people who really did all the behind-the-scenes work, and of, oftentimes the people who did the in front of the scenes work. Mm-hmm. But you're giving awards to people for cinematography, you're giving awards for best music, for the score... A lot of wonderful music has come out of these of movies, and I mean, remember that this is a media that, until video games came out, which are now involve people to another to another another level. This is the best fusion of all forms of art that we currently have, right? I mean, you're involving; you have to create a script, you have to create music for it, you have to create visuals for it. You, it's a lot of work. It's, it's a lot of different parts to it.
0: So, what do you think is the? Can a comparison be made with those creations that are? collaboratively made and i think of snapchat stories because some snapchat stories are created as emerging merging between um all of these pieces that people put together so if you ever watched a like a 24-hour Snapchat story in a city you'll have like some guy on the street showing a 60-second clip of the beginning of mardi gras right. and then somebody in the middle of mardi gras and all of a sudden you can see the entire story of mardi gras play out through everybody's Single snaps. Mm-hmm. Now I see a distinction between uh, this collaborative effort versus the kind of effort we give awards for, which is this thoughtful, melodical, holistic effort by one or a team of people.
1: Who should be getting the award then if it's a many people are.
0: Yeah, how do you celebrate that? I guess? And mm. the point of awards mm. is not to points. just award someone but to celebrate the some whole, sort of achievement. I,
1: well, it's also to celebrate the activity. It's like now, in the future, actresses and actors and directors and crews all you know, aspire to winning an Oscar because it's so prestigious, and, and people right. want to do that. And this gives them kind of meaning many times, oftentimes. And then you have people who don't give a crap about awards, like, for example, Jerry Seinfeld, who actually just completely ripped on awards as he was receiving an award. It was quite funny. We'll put a link on it. It's a it's oh, funny that's video. A um, so it depends who you are.
2: I, I find it curious about that. We, we brought this conversation to Snapchat because I, I'm i not a big social media person. I'm very much the opposite of Stephanie on this. And we've talked about this before on the podcast, is the episode about privacy. Even going back to our first episode, I think we we delved into this a little bit. Um, but I'm not a big user of Snapchat. I I don't really use it, and I think that like the value of it is there that it's ephemeral. The, the, the snaps are, they go away, and that's it, right? That's,
1: that's the value you're saying?
2: That, for me, that's the only value for it, because otherwise I can just send pe- people messages normally, and right. that why wouldn't I just do that instead of using Snapchat for it? If the value is for something to be ephemeral, the idea of an award show on an ephemeral platform is confusing to me. Well, do people I don't think ever that's what she's back? saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, do people go back to past award shows anyway? But the
2: content is but still they, there. But
1: they could. The,
2: but the yeah. content is still there. You can't do that if I send a Snap to my friend and I can't submit that for an award because it's not And you can
1: always watch the movie. Like with right. the Snap, it's normally, yeah, it's just kind of in and out.
0: So. Well, the real value, though, with Snapchat is that it's piecing together ephemeral parts into a story that's ever flowing. And wherever you enter into the story... You're, you're going to be shown a collaborative effort of photos or by one person a series so of photos. How do you and judge?
2: How do you judge something if every single judge has a separate experience? Yes. exactly.
0: That's a good question.
2: I, I feel like that's something that makes it inherently far more difficult for award giving. if you can't establish an experience for people to kind of agree on.
1: I want to go back and talk about what we think the value of the Snapchat platform really is. I think, I really think that the value is um, the fact that it's more of a natural way of communication. The same way right now well right now we're creating a podcast, so it's being recorded. But on a normal in a normal day, when you have a conversation with your buddy or something, uh it's it's in and out. It's kind of done. That's what natural communication is like. And, and in you the go same on memory. Way, and you go not on like memory. It's I can
0: go back and, and see the transcript of our conversation in the hallway.
1: Right. And so that's what that's where there's value for me. And there's people that would argue it's the opposite of because you're losing the conversation. There's value in recording that so you can jump back to it. But we're recording so much data and we no one has time to go back anymore. It's that's kind of the so it's like odd an thing.
0: anti-data. It's sort of anti-data platform,
1: right? Fascinating. But they still use their insights from to, to help them build their their uh, platform. Yeah, I, there's data in the back end. There's metadata, right? right? As as I think that uh,
2: that's a fantastic point uh, as we move into the conversation about the value of awards themselves. Uh, which we'll revisit now. In the mm-hmm. second half, uh, we're now going to go into a commercial. So please stay tuned and come back as we talk a little bit more about awards. Thank you.
1: Wow! Thank you. I like to thank everyone so much. I did not expect this to happen to me. Uh, we've all worked very hard on this for the last few years, so I'm very excited to be accepting this award. <laughs> Wow, God, I'm just so happy and I'm so is, surprised. Is that a word, naked?
2: I can see everything. My, my and it's anatomically correct. Ah!
0: Has this ever happened to you? You win an award, you go up on stage and you accept the award, but it's naked? No clothing at all? And then you want to bring the award home to your wife and your children? How improper is that? Well, I come from a wardrobes. Wardrobes for your award. We dress your award to cover up those places that children should not see. We have a variety of styles. Tuxedos, robes, gowns, tracksuits, dresses, cap and gown, and even if you're feeling adventurous, a speedo or lingerie. Remember, anything is better than naked.
1: All right, welcome back, and uh, thanks for listening to our commercial break. Uh, we've been talking about awards and the Oscars and Snapchat and what's going on with their new IPO, and uh, we're just kind of wondering now. I actually had a question for you, Luis. So you're saying you don't really, you're not into the whole social media thing or whatever. Do you feel like before social media, there was still the Oscars, right? But there wasn't the only time you'd hear about it would be in the newspaper or maybe on TV. Do you feel like now it's becoming they have, like, a new channel?
2: I would say the opposite. If anything, before the Oscars, you would hear about it by watching the Oscars.
1: Hmm. Now
2: you have so much competition for people's attention that the Oscars have are now at a historically low viewership rate. So I, I would say the opposite thing is happening. Yeah, they can they have social media and there's other things, but that's more for publicizing, like, things that are outside the norm or just for people, to, like, get, like, quickly find out, oh, these people want Okay, moving on with my life. I, I mean, the fact that... Two thirds of this table hasn't even seen the Oscars is kind of telling, whereas traditionally, I think that if this if we had done this, I mean, obviously, podcasting is a relatively new form. But if we had the show, say 15 years ago, if we were like, you know, our the age we are now, we probably would have seen it. Just all things considered, just because of the way that media has changed. And content has changed.
1: We'd have less options, and the probability of us watching it would be quite high.
2: And what would happen if we didn't watch it would be that we would be significantly more outside the loop, right? So maybe the
1: so there's a lack of fear of missing out because you can always look look at it later on. Because earlier, fifteen years ago, for example, if you missed the show, you you missed the show. Yeah, you had to tape
2: it. You had to get it on VHS or whatever you had at home.
1: But now Man. it's like if I miss it I could just figure out the results look it up really quick. Yeah,
2: see the end, see the bit the interesting bits on YouTube and just move on with your life.
0: There's another aspect of the Oscars that I feel is not jiving well with the the millennial or generation Z and onward mentality, which is this idea of people's choice, which there is a people's choice award which maybe fulfills that need, who knows. But the Oscars are really nominated and decided by a limited group of people who consider themselves, you know, the film gurus or the film, what do you say, well, most,
2: Yeah, most of these uh, awards, I mean, again, right now we're talking about awards specifically for film, but in general, most industry awards are, by definition, industry awards. You know, there's some awards that go outside of that, but generally you have like, you know, People in the
0: industry uh, yeah, people are in the deciding industry who get these
2: awards. Different sectors of the industry, whether it's certain uh, guilds or whether it's, uh, like, you know, uh, journalists or whether it's actual directors and people in the industry themselves, they tend to decide awards. That's just how industry awards tend to work. There's other types of awards. There's, like, the Kennedy Center Honors, which tend to be more appointees and tend to be more uh, decisions made from up on high Some things that are done from the government, some things that are done, you know, things like you mentioned the
1: People's Choice Award, which are by popular vote. But in general, there's
2: several ways that you could win an award.
1: But I think also a lot of these winners and nominations come from the fact that there's many people watching it. So there's like, you know, a revenue that each movie is getting. And that factors. And I think when they're making decisions, uh, when these people that are nominating and picking the winners when they're making decisions, they look at how popular the movie is, how much money they've received. I don't think that's a, you know a huge factor. It's part of it, part of the equation. I think. I would. Just, so it's sort of like a people's choice, partially. So they in, they factor in the popularity of the movie.
0: What happens when there's a dissonance between how many people are tweeting about a movie and how and the movie getting an award from the industry?
1: I would
2: say that that's actually a lot more important than the actual budget and how much money the movie made. I think that in general the buzz that a movie generates is far more likely to bring it to the attention of voters in these awards compared to just make just how much money it made at the block at the box office. A lot of these, a lot of these big awards made relatively little, like a lot of like the big movies make relatively little when you think about it. I mean, they tend to, a lot of them come out during the winter drought, you know, in terms of movies, they, they come out during what is essentially cleared of blockbusters, most blockbusters don't win gigantic awards. I'm talking like Lord of the Rings, you know, that sort of thing. It's relatively rare. I would say that. And I think that buzz is far more important because it brings it to the attention of, of voters. And Ray, you had a point and I cut you off. I apologize. No,
1: so I agree. It's not the entire, it's not the biggest variable how much revenue they receive, but it's a, it is one factor and it's quite correlated to the buzz usually. Not usually. I mean, it could be correlated to the buzz. So it's something to, that they consider.
2: And this is something I made a small allusion to earlier in the uh, episode in the first part. But another thing is also there are the politics of award shows. And this is something that, you know, you can ignore your own. If you have an office pool and you're making bets, this is something that you ignore at your own peril. Because sometimes it has been shown that some awards go to people who have been snubbed by the award shows before for films that may not be as award worthy. So uh, if you're, say, a famous actor... Who was not did not receive an award many years ago because it was given to someone who was basically due an award, and who might not have that many more filmmaking years left. Then, apart from like a lifetime achievement award, um, then they might give you the award now. But then that might mean that there's another actor or another uh, you know director or whatever that is snubbed of an award this year. Yeah, it sounds and then, like they're ripple yeah, effects. Yeah, it's so basically this like ongoing. Like kicking a can down the road effect
1: well, that so kind of happens when it comes a political, to political. It's a political thing. It's very, 20 very, yeah. Yeah, I think it's quite important to realize that and accept that. I think the people that are receiving awards given out, they, they realize that, you know. Then yeah. what is
0: it about awards? Well, if, as I said, if, it, they're really, if there's some rigging going on and there's, there's imbalance and maybe the people who are voting aren't the right people and their politics, then are awards even worth anything?
1: Well, I still think that they are. So if you think about when you say, are they rigged? They're not really rigged and someone has to win, right? If, if you want to have an award, the whole point of an award is that it shows that there is one movie or one game or you know album that's just better than the others that are nominated. Th- that just has to happen. How do you choose? They're all pretty good. That's all these options are really good options and it is hard to choose but you just kind of have to feel it out. There's a lot of you know, judgment calls and subjectivity to it, but that's how I see it.
2: I would say the value of awards is that they provide an alternative to financial. Now, to the financial reward. An award show shows appreciation for the people who make the, the film and that are may not necessarily be the big name star in the front of the box. It shows appreciation for those people who may have put in blood, sweat, and tears into making the cinematography, into uh, creating a script, it shows uh, that there is an appreciation for the artistry behind the, behind the noise, and in, including for the acting. I mean, which is in another form of art. I mean, that that's something that also needs to be that should get recognition, even when they might not be a commercial name and for a commercial title. Because if the only way that you could see appreciation for a movie, or a, or music, or whatever else out there you want to give an award to, was that financial incentive. Then at the end of the day, I feel like that slowly erodes the, the art form to a degree because then that's the only way that people feel like they're getting anything.
0: That's fascinating. It's almost – it's it's an incentive. They're adding another incentive into the mix so that the industry doesn't go down the drain. By well, having awards – you're keeping quality in an ecosystem that otherwise would tend toward whatever brings money. And we see these movies that always bring in revenue that match a certain template. And you see movies that have different characters or they're in a different setting, but it's the exact same story and you know how it's going to end. And they're just the the typical big blockbuster, whatever's going to bring in the revenue. And so how do you you know, and I think in, this happens in journalism, too. There are certain types of articles that people know they can write. I was just talking to a journalist the other day who said, you know, sex sells. And we know that we have to publish a certain amount of, you know, sex-related articles to get the viewership that we need so we can get the revenue and the clicks on the ads. But really good journalism is reporting on, a deep reporting on other issues.
1: And so. that's why I think it's important to have sometimes not people's choice awards because the people's choice might just vote on the sex articles instead of real, true, good journalism, which only maybe journalists can um, identify as good. And that, that's where it's good to have like a team that is ex- a team of experts that chooses those types of winners.
2: And But then obviously there's the question of is the value there truly what just the, or are, are only experts really eligible to make that choice? Because, I mean, a lot of readers, a lot of viewers, a lot of listeners, depends on what art form it is, do appreciate those deeper level things. They appreciate subtext. They appreciate clarity. They appreciate um, a creator of content that knows that just going for the thing, the quick short-term reward is not necessarily the best thing and wants to provide something else to the world. And... Should but you can't identify these people easily not everyone has, wears a, ba- a badge on their heads that says, you know, I Will I only like movies that have these qualities and also I don't think we'd want that We generally I think these are things that you want to find out from people by talking to them That which is one of the reasons why I don't like social media as much Ultimately it, that kind of met clashes with our view of a democratic world. We live in a democratic society and having a, a quote-unquote shadowy cabal deciding things for us always sits poorly with us, especially when it's a subjective topic. Because art is subjective. And this is, comes down to the issue of what is art? And that is a question that is so difficult to answer. We could be going around in circles for years. And I do not think we would have come up to a uh, decision that I would feel satisfied with.
1: I want to make two points. You mentioned that this type of these shadowy organizations picking winners is not democratic. I disagree. I think that within their own circles, they are still voting on the winners and whatnot. It's not like one or two people. It's like a few hundred people selecting the winners, and that's that's okay. That's a but, democratic process. Is what you're saying? Yeah, it's, mean, it's still a democratic process. Who
2: are we? Who are we seeing? is ultimately the people deciding is it the people are we giving them the vote because they've seen the work or because they were involved with it behind the scenes if you were giving people a vote on something because they've seen it then all viewers should be given an equal vote well, that's the idea right not that own- that would be truly democratic now what you're arguing for is a some form of pseudo-representative democracy without actual representation because no one put these people in their place they just Happen to be in the industry,
1: right? But I feel like they are highly qualified enough, and they've seen a lot, many more movies than I think the average Joe. And they understand the intricacies of the like theater and movies in general. So I think um, that's right. I didn't select them. We didn't select those people, but they spent their entire careers around this industry. So I feel like it's something that they do deserve, and I think that the process is actually okay.
2: But what if? So let's I'm gonna post a couple of scenarios here. Let's say you have two people. One of them is just an average Joe who is just a cinephile. Mm-hmm. He is just loves movies and he has seen hundreds or thousands of
1: movies. Has he studied it? Has he, he has
2: he hasn't gone to to professional school for it, but he he just loves movies. He loves movies. Has he, acted? Has he won an award? Fine. Maybe he hasn't won an award, but maybe, maybe instead of winning an award, what he's done is he makes a lot of independent movies in his backyard. You know, he's gathered a few friends around. He's learned a little bit about how movies are made. Should he have a vote versus let's say someone is a professional. Maybe someone is working within the industry. They only do small parts. They only are involved in a small degree, but, um, and maybe they're not big on watching movies, but they're in the industry. They're just doing the job. You know, the equivalent of someone who comes, just checks in, checks out honor their life. Does this person deserve a vote? So how do you pick ways. these people, right? It's Well, I can it, see it both ways well.
0: because there are people who actually know Lord of the Rings, the, the the mythology of it, better than the people who created the Lord of the Rings movie. And so the, this, the more recent movies that have been made, they've actually brought fans in, I'm pretty sure, to say, is this correct? Would this fly in, in the realm? Because the you have these fans that actually understand better. And this is the same thing with uh Star Wars and just the details of the world. They're people who are just fanatics and know it better yeah. than anyone else. I
2: will I will admit though, I do sort of agree with you, Ray. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just mostly playing devil's advocate. But I do I do find it interesting the way that we decide on who deserves what. And if we're doing an appreciation is it more meaningful depending on where the appreciation is coming from? Because there are two ways you can get appreciation, right? You can get a financial appreciation. Well, in, in terms of these, a lot of these industries is, you know, you succeed financially. And the other is, you know, people acknowledge what you your work as a quality work. They acknowledge that the effort you put in was worth more than just the money that you made at the end. And both of those things are wonderful to receive, obviously. Everyone likes to get compensation, and everyone likes to get praise.
1: Recognition, right?
2: Yeah. So the main question then is, when looking at where the praise is coming from, how does the source of the praise affect how you feel receiving it?
1: So if you're receiving the Oscars for a movie that you just played in, and it just won, would you feel better if it was a group of two to three hundred you know previous award winners and movie industry buffs and critics if they selected the award for you to win would you feel better in that case or in the case where everyone in America just voted for you
2: I I don't know I think that probably if everyone in America voted for me that I feel pretty good about that. Well, not not everybody, but the majority, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but the, the thing about it this way: people go to movies for different reasons, right? Uh, you can go to a, watch a movie that you acknowledge is dumb and just you're just watching explosions in a in a screen because you want to like have an hour or uh, two hours of your life be over and just watch flashy things. And then there's movies you watch because you want to have substantive, like something that provides you with something to debate, something interesting, something that brings that grows you as a person. So that is just because people vote doesn't mean that they are voting for the dumbest schlock. That all depends on how much faith you have in people's ability to discern the two. And I think that's a different question. And I think that's a question for our listeners to decide on and maybe put, give their input in. Maybe go to our website, pflpodcast.com, and provide any feedback you might have and let us know how you feel about this. How, do you, how would you feel receiving those awards? And who should be voting for them?
0: And is the system that the Oscars is using really the right system? (laughs) Yeah,
2: we'll find out. So give us your feedback, and we look forward to hearing from you and getting back to you next week.
0: We're at pflpodcast.com. On Stitcher and
1: and on iTunes.
0: And now we're on Twitter at The PFL Podcast.
2: All right. Stay crazy. Stay Stay crazy. crazy.
1: Johnny and Jimmy, you guys are going to do great. I know you're, you're really proud of your daddy, and I'm very proud of you, so thank you, thank you so much for you know, bearing with uh, the schedule that I've had in the last couple years. I'd like to thank my, my uh, mother, who's always been there for me, my father, who's always known how to really motivate me and think about what life really means and what I should really be focusing on. Uh, I'd, I'd like, like to thank, thank my, my my all my, my supporters, all my fans. I'd, I'd, I'd like, like to thank, thank my my chameleon my pet chameleon Yoshi with, for all his uh, staring at me and making me wonder why the hell I'm doing these things. I'd, I'd like, like to, to thank, thank you know all my friends uh, who have been involved with the process, and it's been it's been such a such a great uh, business endeavor um, that we've been following. So I'm very excited about receiving this award, and it's beautiful. Look at this award. It's a fabulous fabulous Savour. I can just see I'm gonna bring it home and, and I'm gonna leave it at my in my living room so everyone can see it. It's gonna be great. I, I'm so excited.